You're checking in to Key Learnings, your key to unlocking insights into the hospitality industry. From hotels and motels to suites and boutiques, hosted by Haima Black from Dynasty Podcasts. Your room is ready now. Welcome to episode two of Key Learnings, a hospitality industry podcast. This episode was recorded at the beginning of February at the end of opening day of the new 21C Museum Hotel and M Gallery in Chicago. I was fortunate enough to get some time with Sarah Robbins, Chief Operating Officer at 21C Museum Hotels. Here's how that interview sounds. All right, Haima Black, I am at 21C Museum Hotel Chicago M Gallery in Chicago's River North neighborhood. It is opening day of the new 21C Museum Hotel in here in Chicago. Um, and I'm sitting here with the COO of 21C Museum Hotels, Sarah Robbins, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's so good to be with you. Thank you so much for taking time, especially on opening day. This is a big day here. It is. It's really exciting. We've been waiting for this day for a long time. So, you know, take us into, well, you know what? I want to get into opening day and all these things. But first, bring us into your history. Like, how did you get started in hospitality and how did that bring you to where you are now with this company? Well, um, I think I could say that I came to hospitality through my stomach, that um, I was always really interested in food, and that was where I really had my first foray and uh, had a job as a little kid, really. I mean, I think I was about 13 or 14 waiting tables. Wow. And I loved the fact that I could be around food, so food and beverage was always a focus for me. I also loved the fact that as a young young person that I had the ability to impact someone's experience. Whereas when you're really little, you were, you know, the, the table was really turned most of the time that people were always, you know, adults were asking you things that you could do, but you, you really didn't have much ability to impact the life of an adult. And so you're I, not in charge of anything. As yeah, a kid. you're yeah. not in charge of anything. And so the fact that I could make a difference in someone's experience really I don't know. That really struck me um, at an early age, and uh, I got bitten by the bug, and have never looked back since. So, have been in the hospitality business my whole life. That's great. And when did you start with Twenty One C? So, started with Twenty One C in two thousand five. So, it's been about fifteen years now. Wow. And we opened our first property in Louisville, Kentucky, in two thousand six. So, we're coming up on that fourteen year anniversary. Wow. So, you were here from day one. From day one. Yeah. And you've seen this concept grow. And I'd love to just talk briefly about the early days because. We were just saying before the mics were on that now hotels are inexperienced. Now it's not always the case, especially outside of like, let's say a city like Las Vegas or Miami. What was it like, you know, being part of a company like this, a property series like this, when in the 2000s, hotels were not necessarily like a fun destination into themselves. Right. I mean, I think that in, when we opened in Louisville in 2006, the best words I can use to describe that it was a happy accident, that it was really the brainchild of the passion of our founders, Laura Lee Brown and Steve Wilson. They were contemporary art collectors. And they decided that they would open a contemporary art museum in their hometown. And they got advice from others that said, you really should have something that's helped support it so that you're not just funding this museum in perpetuity. And so the idea of having a restaurant and a hotel around this contemporary art museum was born. So I think when we opened, we were really following the vision of Laura Lee and Steve. And what happened was people seemed to react to our space in a way that actually takes you way back to what hotels used to be in major cities where they were the cultural center. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of programming, again, in larger cities, 
programming where they would have salons and they would have, you know, artists come in and speak or they'd have writers. And so I think what we saw was that this was the 21st century version of that and that people really reacted strongly to the ability to come in and experience contemporary art in a very accessible way. Sometimes that happened by accident. They just booked a hotel room at what they thought looked like a <laughs> nice place to stay. And then were surprised when they got there of really what a true museum experience the buildings offered. So I know we're talking about it already, but bring us into like what really, for anyone who hasn't visited a 21C property, what sets a 21C hotel apart from other hotels? I think our public space is quite unique. And as you said, hotels have really seen a huge evolution in the past where lobbies used to be these dead zones where there were a lot of perhaps plants and big overstuffed furniture. Sure. and Some really, brochures. Yeah, yeah, and not much life. And we've certainly seen, and Chicago is um, no stranger to this, there's some phenomenal properties here that really have very engaging public spaces. Our version is slightly different from that in the sense that there really is a true museum quality to it. It's a museum that has a rotating exhibition, as you you know, were saying earlier on with the buffalo in the... In the yes, <laughs> there's a buffalo in the front lobby when you first lobby, walk in. Yeah, that you really can't, you can't miss. And <laughs> it, it does function as a museum. So there's a, a rotating exhibition. So what we have up, the exhibition is titled This We Believe, and it will be up at least for, um, at least for about 10 months to a year. And then it will rotate. And so I think that is the piece that after we've opened in the city, people are often surprised that if they haven't been in a couple of months, they come back and they see that there's change, just like you would expect in any of the museums that Chicago is so fortunate to have. What sets this apart from a museum? If someone says, well, you know, I can already go to the Art Institute. Why would I go to this location? Yeah, cocktails. Cocktails. There <laughs> so, you go, right off the bat. That yeah. might be one of them. But I think it's amazing. We talk about the art as being available to people 24-7, 365 days a year. And there are often guests that really put the 24 into the 7 where people – Maybe they can't sleep. They are away from home. They come down and start wandering the galleries. People wander in off of the street and have no idea really what they're stumbling into. Or likewise, maybe they make a reservation in one of our restaurants because they've heard the restaurant is great. But then they start, you know, maybe they have to get up and from their seat and go find the restroom. And then all of a sudden they find this exploration. One piece then begets the next and begets the next. So I think what's nice about it is that, that accessibility that I mentioned. It takes away the pressure. I think all of us know what it feels like to go into a museum. And people either are reading every label and really <laughs> methodically going through, or they're really just taking in the space. You have the ability to do that but making it part of your everyday life. It's not an event to go to. It was really, I mean, I think that really goes back to what the founders were looking to do was making contemporary art part of everyone's everyday life. The fact that this is open to the public, like you mentioned, it's free and it's 24-7, that is, I think, a big differentiator between, you know, this and a museum. And museums are, of course, wonderful, but they close, understandably, right? right? Um, But that is kind of great that, like, if you can't sleep at 3 a.m. and you want to go see some art, you have the option to do that now. You sure do. And That's what I've, crazy. What I've also noticed just watching people walk by the space this week is how many people that are just on the sidewalk slow, especially I think it's due to that, sure. due to that buffalo and another really eye-catching piece that's in the lobby right now. But that's amazing. And I think even if those people never decide to step foot in, which of course we hope they do, I hope that that walk getting from A to B in their world was just maybe a little bit more interesting than it was the week before we opened. 21C as a brand, you know, it's traditionally been launched in, you know, markets like Louisville, Bentonville, Cincinnati, Durham. 
why was now the right time to activate in a big city like Chicago? And why Chicago versus like an LA or New York? Yeah, I think that the idea behind 21C was always about growth. And while those have been markets that we've gone into historically, in our minds, it was never limited to those. Those just happened to be the projects that we were able to get done. And so I think us coming into a market, it is very different though. So in in certain markets, we are really, because of the museum element, we are filling perhaps a need and maybe maybe not even for the city, but for a neighborhood. Obviously, in Chicago, that is not the case because there is a wonderfully long history um, of a real commitment and uh, just celebration of the arts. That's such a core part of what Chicago is known for. So in this case, I think it's more of like a simpatico relationship that because we have this commitment to it, it's not necessarily, but we hope it's additive, but we hope it's just complementary to the amazing art programming that's already existing in Chicago. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, I, I would make another comment just about our sure. neighborhood in, um, in particular. There's a lot of residential on River North. And so you might, as a local, you might not always have a moment to go and visit your local museum. I think it's one of those things where sometimes when it's your, in your hometown, you take it for granted a little bit. Sure. Ours is such an easy pop-in, pop-out experience that I really do hope that people who live, literally there's buildings across the street, I hope for them that's a great way. Grab your cup of coffee and wander through our gallery before you start your day. Again, it goes back to that accessibility piece. Absolutely. It's part of the neighborhood experience Absolutely. Now. And, and that everyday life um, example. Now, I know that there is locations in uh, Des Moines and St. Louis that are on deck to open soon without having to ask for like a date or anything, but like, what can you tell us about those properties and those markets and, and what's going to happen with those? Yeah, so Des Moines is still in the design phase and St. Louis is under construction. So um, I don't have a target opening date because every time you say that you end sure. up being a liar. Of course. Um, so um, it is it is under construction. It's a phenomenal old building that was an old YMCA in downtown St. Louis. So the bones of that building are just fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, we were just saying before the mics were on that St. Louis is going through its own kind of artistic renaissance right now. It is. There's, you know? Yeah, that's my hometown. That was where I was where I was born. So it, as I said, it holds a very special place in my heart. They also have a long history of having a pretty robust arts and culture. They have so many different arts organizations that cities their size don't necessarily have. And mm-hmm. that has gone back a long, long way. And so I think when we look at a city like St. Louis, again, I think 21C is just going to be complementary to really the arts culture that exists in St. Louis today. Well, and I feel like we are seeing this kind of renaissance, not just with hospitality properties, but just art and culture in general in some of like what people are going to call secondary cities or mid-level cities that aren't LA, New York, Chicago, right? Where like now a lot of the cities that, you know, it just happens that 21C is activating in are developing their own communities. They're not waiting to just be like, well, we're not LA, so, you know, yeah. what do we do? There is a certain grit, I think, to those cities where they have the ability and, as you said, the need to really do it themselves. So we find that in a lot of those markets that we go into, the amount of local artists and, and what is happening that you might not necessarily assume just from your own Bias, yeah. People right, say, bias, oh, right. flyover country, right, sure. Right, exactly. We're, and we're used to that. I live in Louisville, for heaven's sake. So that's, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're used to that. But I think what's interesting about those markets is the surprise, is you get there and you have no idea what you're going to discover. And we do a lot of programming with local artists or regional artists in all of those markets. And they stand next to really internationally known artists. And for the layman like me, I can appreciate them both on their on their own, but it's pretty incredible, I think, for a local artist to have the ability to be part of an exhibition where you have, 
international artists that are really, really well known. No, absolutely. And so talk a little bit about how artists are selected to work with the hotel, you know, along those lines, like when you have the option of like larger artists and like homegrown talent, like, is it a mix and match? Are you looking for something specific or artists pitching the hotel or, or how is the selection process happening? Yeah, it's um, happening in the same way that it did when it started, which is really the passion and vision of Laura Lee Brown and Steve Wilson. They are collectors and have been. And so what might speak to them doesn't necessarily, I mean, I, again, I'm a little bit out of my lane because I'm speaking on their behalf, but sure. just from, from observing them and the selections that they make, they really don't get too caught up into whether the artist is famous or not. They really are collecting for what, what speaks to them. And I think that is the most authentic and organic way to do it. And I think when you look at some of the art, somebody isn't just ordering it out of, you know, sure. a, a catalog. And, and um, Alice Grace Stites, who's our chief curator, helps with that process, but they are actively buying at art fairs. And it just is like the most natural thing for them. That's what their passion is. And that's what, um, what they love to do. So I think that bleeds into what ends up in our spaces and on the walls. And there's going to be weekly tours happening here, right? Or, or twice be. weekly? Yeah, I believe it's going to be twice weekly. So we'll see. We're, we're going to be rolling those out in the coming coming weeks. And that's always fantastic because I think people have the ability to just pop into those. Sometimes they're small. Sometimes they're a lot larger. There's certainly the ability to also always explore on your own. And what I have found over the years is really reading the wall tags are not long and it takes one, it takes just a little bit more information that all of a sudden can really make a piece completely morph in front of your eyes once you understand what the meaning is behind it or what the intention of the artist was. Absolutely. And so the art, obviously people are going to see that in the lobby when they first walk in, but it's not just available in the lobby. It's throughout the entire property, right? It is. I think that sense of discovery has been part of what our guests love and especially going from property to property. There are little nooks and crannies and, and um, there's really no place that we don't have it exhibited so in meeting rooms when you think of going back to more of the traditional hotel mm -hmm. model meeting rooms are closed off it's normally on the second floor and it's like no man's land unless it's being activated with a group in-house with meetings in our properties if there's not a meeting going on then they are open and they act and function exactly like a museum gallery does that's right I saw like the larger down the hall the larger gallery room and that yeah. easily could have been an event space but it also certainly could have just existed on its own as kind of like an exhibition space for yeah. the art. Yeah, yeah it energize, I think that's the element that really energizes our properties for the community, that it's not just about people that are flying in and flying out and spending time here at a meeting or a conference or celebrating social events in, that are happening in their life. People that, again, it goes back to that accessibility and really bringing contemporary art as part of your everyday life that uh, allows us to extend that so that it's not just behind you know glass and a, and a closed door. Absolutely. What other type of programming is the hotel and, and 21C in general, not just here in Chicago, but what other types of programming are, is the hotel presenting? You know, because it looks like you have these great event spaces beyond just the art hanging on the wall. You know, part of the core of it, obviously, is selling those event spaces for groups and, you know, and entertainment, any type of thing like that. But again, when they're not being used for events like that, then we do a lot of our own programming. So that might be an artist talk, that might be a book reading, that might be when we kind of get our weird on and might have performance artists. Sure. Uh, so we're going to have some events that are coming up this spring that we're really excited about that we'll delve into that. But on our website, you can look at some of the other events that we've done 
it really runs the gamut. And what I love about it is that it is sometimes they're small and perhaps a little bit more cerebral, but but not stuffy or too formal. And then on the other side of things, you have, I don't know, uh, drag queens and a lot of glitter and that we really run the gamut for all of those. So I love the fact that it's so inclusive for whatever somebody is looking for, that, uh, that there's a lot of fun and funky. And uh, again, I think sometimes we talk about celebrating our weird, but then also some that are really educational as well. And we love that we can strike the balance between those two. Because yeah, it's not just all great. about, it's not all about just the learning element. Um, sure. Sometimes it's just fun to have fun around it. Yeah. And I like that there's both here. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't take ourselves too seriously. How can you when you have a giant buffalo sitting here? When you have a giant buffalo and, and the penguin is the, is the and mascot. And the penguin. I think the penguin sets the tone for everything because they are a little four feet the tall penguins from Cracking Art, which is the name of the artist collective. And there's just something, I don't know, sort of whimsical about them that we, you know, we definitely do not take ourselves seriously. Am I remembering correctly? Was there an instance a few years ago where one of the ho- one of the penguins was stolen from one of the properties? That is that is correct. Okay. <laughs> it was recovered. It was so, recovered though. Yes, That's good. That's right. So yes. the penguin was brought home. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> just yeah. kind of had a Ferris Bueller. Thing it, it, it did. Yeah. yeah, that's a good reference for here. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know, what about the guest experience for anyone who's checking in? And obviously, they're they're yeah. going to be you know able to take in the art, but. But what's it like staying at the hotel? Well, right. I mean, it does come down to the fact that we are a hotel and that a good night's rest is really key to that. So I think the way that we look at um, the guest experience is hopefully there are additive layers that enhance that experience. So, you know, whether that is just, you know, the shower head here is phenomenal, great water pressure, all of those things that really do make a difference when you're outside of your home and you want to have a good stay all of those elements of hospitality are still extremely present and totally additive to the museum component they really work hand in hand and so one is not more important than the other so the sense of hospitality and the ways that we can make someone feel on our property whether it is by a piece of art that they happen to interact with that really speaks to them on a deeply personal level or it's just the kindness from a stranger that that sense of hospitality is equally as important to everything that that we do within 21c so yeah. that should feel like a great hotel stay regardless of the you know almost regardless of the museum element that it still should feel like you're being taken care of you're outside of your home and uh, we know what sometimes that's exhausting maybe you've had terrible flights and all those things and any, anything that we can do it goes back to that feeling I had when I was a little kid and that I could turn someone's day around that is um, I joke all the time that's like my drug of choice I love the fact that somebody can come in and you can tell they've had a terrible day and I'm like we are going to make you happy just you know as a as a personal challenge well and that i think dovetails great into my final question here and i appreciate so much you taking the time what's at least one key takeaway you've learned from your hospitality career that how we treat each other behind the scenes is a complete indication of how the guest is treated. In my role right now, I don't have as much guest contact as, say, our frontline team does, but how we treat each other behind the scenes really does directly impact how the guest is treated. So that's for sure a huge focus. That's great. 21C Museum Hotel M Gallery, you know, we are at the Chicago location, but like we said, there's a number of properties that are already open across the country and a few more that are opening uh, in the near future or on the way. So, um, Sarah Robbins, thank you so much for taking the time today. Oh, I appreciate gosh, it. Well, you'll have to take the elevator to bed, Jaime, and, and <laughs> have yeah, an opportunity absolutely. to have a sleepover in your hometown. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks so much. This has been a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more at keylearningspodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, 
Dynasty Discerned.